All right, ladies and gentlemen, and nerds, and dwarves, and little people, and I, I say the term dwarves and little people, I'm referring to dwarves as like the mythical creatures, uh-huh. not the actual little people. Sure. Anyways, that's besides the point. I'm getting off topic you were, already. You were being very uh, inclusive to begin with. And I'm trying to. So I don't think you need to clarify yourself by using dwarves and little Yeah, but it's, it's, a, it's a derogatory term to some people. They prefer little people. Right, but we're the Know Nothing Nerd podcast. Correct. So why would we be talking about... I don't know. Join it's us next week first when thing. we talk about dwarves. Sure. Let's talk about dwarves next week. Uh... I am a dwarf. Uh, that's about all I got for it. So enough said. Anyways, uh, we are the Know Nothing Nerds. This is the Know Nothing Nerd podcast. I am Twitch as always, joined with my cleanly shaved, Ooh. beautifully manicured uh, co-host, Luke. Yes. Hello. How are you doing today, Luke? So good. I'm doing good as well. Good to hear. You Very didn't good. ask me, but I, I just. But really I was had going reply, to. I was so. going to get there. Um, we're just on the same wavelength. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, uh, before we begin, want you guys to check us out on our social media. You can follow us on Twitter at KN Nerds. Uh, you can follow us at Facebook.com forward slash No Nothing Words. No, no Nothing n- Words. Yeah, No Nothing Words. That's coming. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash No Nothing Nerds or just search No Nothing Nerds. Yes. And then you could email us the old school way. Know nothing nerds at gmail.com. Indeed. We're be, on all of those places. It'd be truly old school if they like snail mailed us. Like, yeah. But we don't have a post box or anything I am set up for that. P.O. Box, uh, Messenger Pigeon. Yes, Messenger Send Pigeon. Send word. How you guys doing? I'd love it's to hear. been a long winter. Just like get a Messenger Pigeon, like all of a sudden, like, we like you guys' podcast. If we got a Messenger Sweet. Pigeon, that would, I would quit my job. I would too. And just. Just be like, it's, it's I would all know. good. That's when I would know, yep. is that we're supposed to be doing um, We also would like you guys to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts, uh, and leave us a review. It really helps us. We want to get out there a little yes. bit more. Um, we love you listeners. And if you guys comment something, either through our Facebook or Twitter email or something, we'll give you a shout-out. You can even tell us we look Ugly, even yes. though you haven't seen an actual picture of us, yes. you could still still tell us that we look ugly, and we'll say, "Hey, Ryan from Amsterdam said that Luke is ugly." There you go, and we'll blast it out there yep. for everybody yeah. to hear. Yeah, we we are we are encouraging internet trolls. We are, yes. we are. It's par- it's all part of our Ponzi scheme. Yes, pyramid scheme, Ponzi yeah. scheme, whatever. Uh, this week we are going to discuss, uh, what happened last weekend. Well, by the time you guys hear this, it'll be two Two weekends ago. ago. Um, but we're going to talk about the Oscars. Um, I'm a film guy and I love to, uh, see who the, uh, nominees are and who the winners are. Even though Um, the winners are rigged. Even though it's rigged in some sense, uh, (laughs) I can't have a I kind of have a love hate relationship with sure. the Oscars award shows in general. Yeah, um, but we'll get into that uh, here in a little bit. But first, Luke, you actually watched the whole damn thing. Yeah. So uh, some of you may or may not know this, but I recently surrendered my big boy job to go to school and to work part time just to just so that I don't have to go live on the street and eat 
whatever people who live on the street eat. If you're living on the street, go to our iTunes, subscribe, and comment what you eat. Because I'm curious. Now, I might take that out. That's offensive. Um, did you hear? Did you listen to last last week's podcast? No. I when I, I said the ALS ice comment. Oh, challenge, yeah. I bleeped that part out. It just made for some very funny. Oh, my goodness. It was really well done. If I think of it, I'll show you after. But anyway. Okay. um. Yes, the job that I picked up to uh, help myself through school right now, through college right now, is a front desk job at uh, our rec center here in town, and I work at two different locations. Mm-hmm. It's great because I get to study my whole entire shift. They, they, my managers are very kind to me, and they, they have a couple other college kids that they, they're there, and they just work on schoolwork over there it's not entirely busy yeah. so i work i work uh, nine hour days usually but it feels like it's 20 minutes just because you're sitting down all day and you get to study so i worked a sunday shift and i got a chance to watch the whole entire oscars just because i was i, I got paid yeah. to watch the oscars That's this awesome. year which was pretty cool That's a, yeah I, I should have just said that that i got paid to watch the oscars this year um and it's the first time i've ever done that because i hate award shows like this really cannot stand them that's awesome now before before we go into to your hatred uh did you see besides star wars was there any of the other movies that were nominated or one that you had seen yeah let me i know if i know i watched a couple of them let me pull up the list though um i saw get out i saw Lady Bird. i wanted to see the post I saw billboards. I saw. What else did I see? Is that it? Well, other than Star Wars, you said. I didn't see Greatest Showman. I didn't see Gun Dunkirk. Gunkirk. <laughs> Might as well have been. Called Might as Gunkirk. well have called Gunkirk. Yeah. I didn't see The Shape of Water. I may have already said that. I saw The Disaster Artist. I saw Logan. Uh. We won't get into the rest of those. So you, I saw I saw like a small portion. You saw a small portion. I small I saw a decent sized amount of the films over there. There's a couple of them that I saw on the list, and I was like, I didn't even know that they that they had already come out. Yeah. Um, one of them was uh, Darkest Hour. I had no idea that already came out. I I can't believe I missed that one. I love Gary Oldman. Sure. Um, totally deserve it of that Oscar. Um, I don't know if he's won before. I'm sure he's, I know he's been nominated before. Um, but, uh, there's a couple other ones that just totally flew under the radar for me. Um, I'm a, I love Paul Thomas Anderson. He is probably my number one favorite director of all time. Okay. Um, the guy is just a artist as far as like setting a scene. Sure. Um, and painting a picture and stuff just with, Literally by taking a shot out of one of his films, you can look at that just single like frame and just like glean so much information about what's going on in the story. Sure. Foreshadowing stuff like that, just little pieces and stuff. He really knows how to like set a scene and paint a picture. Um, and it's amazing. And I did not know he did the Phantom Thread. I didn't even know the Phantom Thread existed. That being said, there's a few Paul Thomas Anderson films out there that I have yet to see and watch because typically when you watch a Paul Thomas Anderson film, it's like 
oh, my head. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I need, yeah. I need some time. Um, but he works with Daniel Day-Lewis all the time. Gotcha. He's done quite a few films. My One of my absolute favorites, Paul Thomas Anderson films, is There Will Be Blood. And uh, Daniel Day-Lewis is the lead character in that. And it's fucking amazing. So dark, but sure, freaking sure. amazing. But literally, I have to be in a certain mindset. Yeah. Like, I can't just put SCDL. on a PTA film and be like, all right, time to relax. It's usually like, I got to think. Yeah, you, you need <laughs> like to Like, I really have movie. to be aware and yeah. in the moment with yeah. those films. Anyways, that being said, I did see a good chunk of the ones that uh, were there. And overall, the results of the Oscars, I was pretty freaking happy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't entirely um, disappointed. There's a few things in there I was like, uh, you know, I, I understand why they got picked. Sure. Um, so, uh, before we go into some of the winners. Also, before we continue, what I really want to do next year uh, during the Oscar times is to try and get this episode out before the Oscars. Correct. And um, I'd love us to go see all the best pictures. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I am totally yeah, want to yeah, do that. that would... I, I've uh, done something similar to that in the past with some of the – years where it's like really like the films that they have on the best best picture like stuff that i would really want to see there's stuff that was nominated for best picture this year that i was like "Eh." i could see i could go without sure i Um, said i say we see them all next year and yeah and uh get that experience totally down for that so before we get to the highlights of the oscars sure i want to know what do you hate about award shows so, I think it, I think it dates back to when I was in high school. Okay, uh, there was an episode of South Park that I watched that uh, <laughs> has to do with uh, the boys going to Afghanistan to return a uh, goat okay. that was sent to them uh, in return for. So there was like a fundraiser going on, and they had to send a dollar to Afghani kids. And the Afghani kids sent a goat in return to say thanks, but they didn't really have much to give to them, so they sent a goat. So it turns into this whole Osama bin Laden ends up kidnapping the four boys. Okay. And uh, the the folks in Afghanistan end up saving the kids, but not because they're Americans, but because Afghanistan Afghanistani people are actually friendly, yeah. good people. And the whole time the four boys are really confused as to why Afghanistan's hate most of America because most of America doesn't want to go to war and blow everyone up yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and whatnot. But kind of how, what got the gears turning was when they're talking about how Americans, we, we like hold the rich and famous up to this high pedestal. Yes. That's like, we look up to them. We copy their clothing style. We copy the way they do things. And like, I feel hypocritical saying that because I'm saying this into a podcast that I hope grows into uh-huh. something that yeah. like can financially suit us both in yeah. the future. But like that doesn't take away from the fact that we idolize these people for no apparent reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing supernatural and extraordinary about them that we can't achieve in some other field. Correct. You know what I mean? Like I'll never be able to be a doctor. Uh huh. But like, 
maybe there's something I can do that a doctor will never be able to yeah. do. You know what I mean? And so to, to like shave that all away and just look at a famous person and be like, wow, you're like an untouchable God. Yep. And then we go even further and dedicate a whole entire night of television to them where like millions and millions of people watch and tune in and cast their own votes and they're in magazines and people are walking on the store looking at the magazines and they're bearing the phone following these people. And I just don't love contributing to that. Yeah. I always watch the film. I think that's really cool. That's their art. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But much more than that, I kind of cut off. Yeah. You know, like there's, I've never had that sense of like awe towards famous people. I'm sure there's someone out there. Like if I met, I don't know. Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Clarkson, I would probably like, I'd, I'd act differently around him. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Same thing, like probably with Mark Hamill. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? I'd probably like act a little differently yeah. around him. But I really hope that I have enough backbone to not gawk over them. And, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I get so what you're saying. That's kind of that's kind of my only reason. Gotcha. For hating them, I think it's great that we praise people for good work. Yes. But I don't think that that's why we have the Oscars. It's, well, okay. So there's a certain uh, amount of idolization of the people that are superstars in whatever field and stuff, like specifically entertainment world. Like you don't have too many like idolized doctors and stuff or teachers, which is kind of a shame. Like it is a shame. Those people like (laughs) they do – down and dirty work. Yeah. They should be more immortalized yeah. than, you know, yeah. than the, like Steven Spielberg. The fact that I can name more famous doctors in television than I can famous doctors in real life yes. is not good. Yep. You know? Totally true. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Um, I, like I said, I have a love-hate relationship with Oscars. Part of what you were talking about is totally why one of the reasons why I hate it is because it's a big extravagant show for you know the the one percenters of the yeah. world and it's basically like people glad handing like you know patting each other on the back and stuff like that so i don't really like that side of it i do like the fact that it gives uh there's the possibility for an unknown or somebody that is just like this obscure uh creator artist and stuff that has a chance to actually get the recognition that they, that they truly yeah. deserve. Yeah. And we did see that this year with a lot of the nominations and a lot of the winners. Um, but on the other side of it, here's the problem with the Academy Awards. Um, and it goes to it's, – it's for a lot of other award shows. You're not necessarily winning tro- totally based off merit. Yes. There's a big portion of it, and there's a show called Adam Ruins Everything. I suggest, if you have not seen this show, check it out. They do an episode just on award shows, and it really shows, like, the back door of it. Yeah. Some of the stuff I already knew, but then it just kind of highlighted a little bit more. So if you don't know how the Academy Awards work, the way it works is that throughout the year, before the actual awards ceremony... Movies go in and they're actually submitted to the Academy to be nominated. And um, they put them 
they nom or they submit them in different categories. Yeah. And then there's basically, I believe, some sort of council or the people that run the Academy sure. Awards. They select who they believe should be the nominations. And they also take into account how much money that movie sold, uh, the amount of t- people that worked on it, the critics, the recognition that it got, and that kind of puts them in a ranking sure. to get nominations. So we get the list of nominations that we got this year. And usually what will happen is you get like some good Oscar temple films that kind of like have uh, potential to be nominated for multiple categories. Yeah. So for example, Shape of Water had 14 nominations um, and that went all the way across the board for pretty much every single um, category that you can win an award for. Um, and then after that, once they get the nomination set, then it goes out to the people that are a part of the Academy that work in those specific mm-hmm. fields and they get a ballot to choose who they want. So for best director, directors all across in Hollywood in the industry that are a part of the Academy all get the opportunity to vote who they believe is the best director. Believe being the quote unquote yes. uh, that, word. Th- this is where the bullshit begins. <clears throat> Correct. This is right where the bullshit begins. Because it's not, well, like I said, it's not necessarily the person won on merit. How it can happen, how people can win is by putting out their name and getting votes that way. Yes. Or if it's, uh, let's say, for a studio that is uh, trying to really get that Oscar win, because if you get an Oscar win, there's a chance for like getting X amount of millions of dollars yeah, yeah, added yeah. on to yeah. the back end and for a winner. And then you're the guy who won the Oscar who wants to make another film. Endorsements Correct. are a lot easier to get. Yeah. And- so what happens is... People that are running for a win at the Oscars, they'll pull out pages in ads, um, and you'll see the ads here for your consideration. Yeah, that's a that's a basically a nice phrase for saying like, "Hey, look at me, mm-hmm. vote." Yeah, and so they'll take big page ads out in Variety, The Hollywood Reporter, all kinds of different magazines that the Hollywood people would get, and then on top of that. The studio will also host these luncheons and dinners and try to buy people's votes. And at these dinners, they'll have swag bags filled with like crazy shit, like thousands upon thousands of dollars in this one bag to try and get their vote for their picture, the actress, whatever, and stuff like that. Yeah. So like... That's where the grind. Is. That's where the and grind that's, is, and, that's and the dirty kinda, side. Yeah, that's is. where you kind of see the the un uh, the unshaven side of the Oscars, which is kind of again where I have a hard time yep. enjoying them. And kudos to the the people out there that if they do go to those luncheons and stuff like that, they take the shit, but then they just vote for who they truly yeah. believe deserves it. Yeah, um, because it should go to the people that deserve it, the people that put the hard work in. And there's there's a few winners this year that really I totally 100% believe they should have gotten that yeah, one. There, there's, there's actually quite a few mm-hmm. that I'm very, very proud of 
the individual yep. or individuals for the win. Yep. So, and the reason why, and on the other side, the flip side, why I do love, and we talked a little bit about this, is that you do get to see those those obscure characters yeah. win. One of my favorite wins, I was nervous as hell going into it because I'm a screenwriter. Amateur screenwriter, but a screenwriter nonetheless. I'm editing out the part where you say um, amateur. But uh, I, I was really nervous about the original, best original screenplay. But to be perfectly honest, all the people that were nominated were really well-deserved. I hadn't seen Lady Bird, but I heard a ton of good things about it. I really, really, really want to see yeah. Lady Bird. Um, there's a few reasons for it, and I need to find out what her name is. Okay, I'm going to butcher it. You ready? Yep. Here comes the new Know Nothing Nerd corner where Luke tries to pronounce foreign people's <laughs> names. Here we go. First first, first uh, name up for this new corner Yeah, is the uh, lead role in Lady Bird, who plays uh, Christine. And her name is Saorsi Ronan. Saorsi Uh, you got. The, I'm pretty sure you got the last name right. Oh, sure thing. Got the last name right. But anyway, she is in a movie called Hannah. Have you ever seen that movie? No, I have not. Oh, my God. That film is so good. And from then on, I just had uh, infinite respect for Sayorzi Ronan. She's pretty fantastic. Yeah. So uh, I do want to see that, though, because I'm also a sucker for, like, cutesy shit like that. Yeah. So... It's oddball. It's, it's, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. it's definitely off-kilter humor. Yeah. Super independence um, feel to it. Um, but I was pretty uh, happy with all the noms uh, for that category of best writing uh, for original screenplay. Um, I doubted, even though I loved Get Out, I doubted that it would actually win. Yeah. That being said... I'm super happy for Jordan. Yeah. I I am too because I figured that it's going to get nominated, but the chance of it actually winning any Oscar, yeah. I thought was against it. Yeah. Um, but the fact that it won was amazing because this film, out of all the films that I saw this year, Get Out was probably at the top of my list uh, for multiple reasons. Sure. It was Jordan Peele's first time uh, debut as a feature length director. Um, and he knocked it out of the park with that. So film. good. He was so like, you wouldn't be able to tell. There was a few things in it that was like, all right, I, I could see how that was, that was my speaker. Oh. It's going to do that. Maybe again, that was weird. We'll I thought, an eye on that. thought it was my headphones. I was like, I don't got my wireless headphones. <laughs> um, but there was a few things in the film that I was like, okay, I could see a little bit like, you know, the first time director uh, things in it, but he did such a well job specifically with the writing. He really knew what he wanted yeah. to portray and he had a lot of uh, uh, subtext that was brought out. I feel the, um, the film was an important film Very to be important. made um, socially like, yeah. uh, and should be studied and it is being studied at college courses 
Um, and I think that also uh, it's something that is uh, needed to be said and it just needed people to actually say like, all right, we're going to put put our money behind this. Now. Yeah. You make it and see what happens. Yeah. Um, so I was super excited that it actually won an Oscar. And for me as a writer, I'm super happy that it won best screenplay. Sure. Best sure. original screenplay. Because it, it, it totally deserved that. Um, yeah, I, I was very, very happy for Jordan yep. for winning that. I have been a fan of his since the first season of Key Peel. Yeah. Uh, and it's just cool to see him take such a different role from yes. that. Because, like, I've even seen his acting outside of Key and Peele yeah. in shows like Fargo. He was uh-huh. in Fargo for a couple of uh, – for the first season. Um, and it's just – like, even – he was with uh, Keegan, too. Yeah. In Fargo. And they were essentially portraying Key, Key and Peele Correct. just in Fargo yeah. as cops. They were, like, just doing another skit. Yeah. But something like Get Out is just – such a 180 turn you know and i i I respect that with people you know like steve carell too who can portray like a date night and the office you know but then also do like a sony classic like Foxcatcher, and you just see two completely different roles correct that i think is where talent comes through and where you genuinely get to see someone for who they are yeah we're gonna turn that off Um, and also on, uh, the, uh, rants about get out and how fantastic it is and fantastic it did. Uh, he was actually, uh, Jordan Peele himself, himself, he was up for, uh, best picture, best director and best original screenplay. Um, and this is, like I said, this is his debut feature film. There hasn't been somebody that's been nominated for all three of those categories on their very first film in uh, tens of years. Yeah, yeah. For the Academy, um, it's which it's is just crazy. It's groundbreaking. It really um, is. and like I am so happy it was a black man that was able to like get the break those records, especially <clears throat> after last year. Yeah, you know, the, the white Oscars. Up with, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. And that's the other thing that bugs me to all get like the fact that um, we have uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel talked about it in his opening monologue. Um, only 11% of Hollywood uh, is uh, or 11% of films directed by people are female. Yeah. Only 11%. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and we which, had a, a, a female nominated. Yeah. 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 Which was huge. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy to see how Hollywood is like that. And the academies are run by old white men for the most part. Yeah. So like, I'd love to see diversity, more diversity. Sure. Sure. Um, It's so important. And see that actually branch out because there's films that are directed by women, men of different color and stuff like that, uh, that should be heard deserve to be recognized yeah. in the Oscar yeah. levels and stuff. Yeah. Um, another one I, so the, one of the ones that I was like, not surprised at all to see one, uh, was for sound editing and sound mixing. Uh, 
It was Dunkirk. Dunkirk, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Dunkirk won, and that's because Christopher Nolan is a boss when he comes to knowing what he wants for sound. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the guys that did his sound editing and sound mixing are the same ones he used. Most likely are, because when you find those people when that— When you find a team. When you find a team, and they know you, and you know them, yeah. usually don't lose them. Yeah. Like, it's going to take a hell of a lot for you to say, like, fuck you. No, we don't want you way. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Um, I'm kind of bummed that Star Wars didn't win for visuals or for sound. Yeah. Just because I wanted them to do something. And I think that Last Jedi was a, a visual feat in its own. But yeah. I'm okay. I wasn't, like, pissed off. Yeah. Uh, I was just a little upset. Uh, the other one that wasn't surprising was Best Cinematography and Visual Effects, which was Blade Runner. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Blade Runner was a beautiful film. And Star Wars wasn't. Star Wars was good. It was it no was pretty, way. but you I I liked oh, I liked the, I liked the cinematography and the visual effects from Blade okay. Runner right. a lot more. Right. Um, uh, they they really did a fantastic job with that movie. I'm not a fan of the story of it of uh, Blade Runner, the new one, uh, but the visuals were just knockout, yeah. yeah, knockout, knockout. Um. Oh God! Why did it do that again? Um. And back to uh, where we started out with this. Uh, oh wait, sorry. I gotta gotta say this. So you saw three billboards. Yeah. When did you see that? Jeez, with Catherine. Um. Right when it came out. Really. Yeah. That's funny because I, I would have never expected you to go see that movie. It looked like a cool movie. It, it is like a very cool. Movie. Yeah, um, I watched it. Uh, I uh, the guy that directed it. I'm a huge fan of his. Um, I can't believe. Oh, knew I should have pulled that up because I can't remember. I can't. I gotta look at his name to pronounce it right. Martin McDonough. Um, he was the one that wrote and directed it. Um, he's done some crazy films that are awesome. Uh, he did In Bruges, which is a great movie, and then uh, Seven Psychopaths. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is just a trip of a fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, Colin Farrell, Steve, uh, Christopher Walken, Sam Rockwell, um, and then Tom Waits also is in it. Yeah. Uh, and him and his brother do these kind of little off center. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, stories. Uh, his brother, well, aside from Seven Psychopaths, um, uh, his brother, uh, has done some movies that are like even a little bit more off center from him. Um, but still fantastic, fantastic films. Um, so when I saw that, you know, uh, uh, Francis McDormand won best actress and then Sam Rockwell won, uh, best supporting male actor. Uh, I thought that was a great win because those two out of all the films that I saw, 
that were nominated for Oscars, they probably did the best acting yeah. I've seen yeah, yeah. out of any film this year, in my opinion. Um, yes. The one that I wanted to talk about that I was very happy for, and the speech, too, uh-huh. was uh, The Shape of Water for Best Picture. Yeah. I did not see the speech that Guillermo del Toro gave, um, but The Shape of Water definitely was one of the movies that definitely deserved all the Oscar no- yeah. uh nods that it got this year um and the amount of pictures that it won it won four uh won best picture and best director best costume um best original score which totally i will fully back that one yeah yeah, no. So, I just adore Guillermo del Toro. Yes. I love everything that he's yes, done. Yes, me too. I love all his films, and I love his, like, half-produced, directed, executive director TV shows that he's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but his speech was cool because his was kind of like a nod toward indie folk yeah. creating films. And he was like, this is – I forget exactly what he said. He was like uh, – the he, he was referencing – uh, filmmakers aspiring young and new showing showing them how it's done and he was like the door's here you just gotta come and kick it down it was it was really cool it was yeah. a cool little nod to folks who want to get into filmmaking and I thought it was really nice yeah I was uh, I just watched a highlight reel of some of the best moments gotcha. um, and I just watched I just mainly it was like not interested in seeing the whole glitz and glamour of it yeah, all, yeah, yeah. Um, but just to see who was nominated and then who won. Sure. Uh, and I was happy with the win uh, for Guillermo del Toro and the Shape of Water team. Because um, that movie, uh, that so on many levels, that spoke a lot about it, a lot of things. Um, and <laughs> it's not about bestiality. <laughs> Many no, I wasn't sure think. what it was going uh, to be about. There, uh, you weren't sure what it was going to be about, or, or what it is about. What is it about? It's about it's about a multitude of different things. Um, one, it's about female empowerment for sure. Oh, I um, know that. and that she don't need no fish. That women um, have a larger right and uh, deserve to not be shamed for things, um, specifically like sex. A fish. Loving a fish. That's why she masturbated in the film. Like right in the beginning of the film. They show that? They don't show it, but they imply oh, it. The egg know. timer that's right next to the... I didn't see the shape of water. I thought you said you saw it. No. Oh. No. Oh. If I said... Let the record show that if I said that I had seen the shape of water, I was either lying or not paying any attention. I need to get you to a freaking theater and watch that movie. Yeah, man. I haven't seen that. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, it's it's about a lot of two things. Okay. Um but, you know, not shaming women for their preferences and sex and stuff like that. Especially uh, of the fish kind. Of the fish kind. Um, does she sleep with the fish? She does sleep with the fish. Like sexually sleeps yes, with the fish? Yes, sexually sleeps with the fish. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. <clears throat> so how is that not bestiality? It's bestiality in the film, for sure. Okay, but so it's how not, is that not about bestiality? Because then? it's not, like, that's the subtext. Like, it's... Subject. It's about something else. All right. All right. 
It's fine. It won Best Picture. It's clearly good. It's like, okay, do you not understand what movies are? <laughs> I understand what movies are are doing, but I also understand that she has sex with a fish, which is weird. Star Wars isn't just about blowing up a freaking Death Star. It's about that you could come from nothing and overcome. Yes, but Death Star does hope. get blown up in the it film. It does. And but it the, gets talked about an awful lot. It does, but that's not really what the film is about, would you say? I would say. I would also say that that scene has probably been watched more times than the I Am Your Father scene. The Death Star blowing up? Yeah. You think so? Oh, I think so. Uh, I think the scene with her having sex with a fish is going to be watched many more times. Well, they don't really show much. Like, you don't really... What can you show? You have to use a lot of imagination to think of how a fish fornicates. I don't know. I really don't want to think. About I don't own either. I'm just but the saying movie that's... is not about bestiality. It's no, about... no, I never said that it was. Yes, I you did. did. You totally did. You totally did. <laughs> Fine. Leave it at that. Leave it at that. All but right. Women coming to power. So the fish sex mil- film won uh best picture. Now you're on about it. I totally am. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So um, one thing, one gripe that I gotta give out there, because uh, some of my film school friends uh, brought it up. Um, you know, you're in trouble as a filmmaker when Kobe Bryant wins an Oscar. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, yeah. I like I I shouldn't judge, but it's just like one of those things where it's like, dude's not even in the film world and he won a freaking Oscar. Well, that's not even what I was thinking. So when we were watching. When you're watching, uh, there are a few folks coming down, leaving the the gym area, uh-huh. and I'm sitting at the front desk watching, and um, they they started watching with me, and we were chatting a little bit, and Kobe won, uh-huh. and it was so interesting because we were, <laughs> I was like, wait, what did Kobe do? And one of them turned around, and he was like, oh, he raped a girl, oh, and I was like, whoa, no, 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 <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But then I guess that happened. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. that happens. It's like great people who rape each other can now also receive Oscars. Uh, dude, have you not been hearing the stories out of Hollywood recently? They're not Oscar nominated though. They've been. That doesn't. Mean that. The, okay, okay. So the Harvey Weinstein. Did you yeah, hear yeah. about that whole thing? Yeah. Dude's been nominated for God knows how many Oscars or his films have. Um, but apparently, uh, his whole rapiness has been kind of like a, um, unsaid secret or open secret in Hollywood. Interesting. Yeah. But the dude just. Hollywood's a fucked up place. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I think that finally things are being cleaned up in the swamp out there. It's talking about DC being a swamp. L.A., Hollywood oh, is yeah. definitely a swamp oh, um, yeah. with all the old white men um, and Harvey Weinstein, douche, Looking knuckle, been yeah. one of those guys. And I've never liked the guy. Like, I'm impressed with the films that come yeah, out of the yeah, studio, yeah. but he's always been kind of an asshole. So I'm, I have no problem with him getting kicked out. Sure. Anyway. But, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Like, I had asked Gosh. what Kobe Bryant did for a movie. Yeah, and then... And he was like, oh, he raped a girl. Yeah. Oh. I don't think that's what that short was about. <laughs> I'd assume it would not have won an Oscar. Yeah, you're right. It was about that. You're right. 
I don't think so either. And the fact that he won it for a film that was about basketball. Which is, like, it's dumb. I don't get, but whatever. The rich get richer. Yes. Um, so, uh, that's about all I, I got to it. say yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, uh, love him, hate him. Uh, you got to root for the little guy. And yeah. I think a few of the little guys won this year, um, which was exciting. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I mean, like, also, I will say this. It's cool because Twitch and I have talked about it briefly, but, you know, I have aspirations to someday make something with you. Yeah. You know, and just to kind of see where the top of the food chain is, is just kind of cool. Yep. And inspiring to see what can be done. So, and also out there, people don't pay attention to the red carpet. I think that is the yeah, biggest, I think like I, I, w- I said, we're, I, I wanted to get into that a little bit, uh, but I'll just throw it in here at the tail end. The red carpet is just bullshit. Like, yeah, the people don't even the dresses that they put on um, aren't even functional eighty percent of the time. Right. They're just super expensive rags that cover maybe twenty percent of their body maybe, half the time. If lucky, yeah. Um, you know, like, and you have to have like a team of like eight people to help you put on some yeah. of that stuff. Yeah, that is mostly for the females and stuff like that. Like, I just think it's a waste of time, waste of money. Yeah. Like, you might look pretty good in it, but you could look really good in other shit, too. Right, that you could cost, like, a fraction of the amount. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think it's kind of an int- – I think it's dying. I don't think as many people watch the red carpet show yeah. as they do the Oscars now. But I just hope it goes quickly. If I ever, if I ever you know, get nominated for an Oscar or something like that, I I think I will show up in the rattiest of like suits, like two hundred dollar suit. Yeah, you're forced to dress up. You have to dress up. This is dressed up. That's not dressed. I up. I got blue jeans. You got. You actually got to wear something. Yeah, like it's part fair. of the rules. But I'll probably buy buy, buy the cheapest suit. One that like find. fits me enough. Yeah. <laughs> Just to kind of like. Rage against yeah, yeah, yeah. the Hollywood machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. We'll show the message. Uh, but that's it for us this week, folks. Uh, so join us next week when we talk about Elon Musk and everything that is Tesla. Um, that conglomerate, big-ass company that's trying to save the world one battery at a time. Yes. Uh, we will be discussing that. I'm not sure exactly what. That's Luke's bag. Um, Tesla, he'll give me all the resources. SpaceX, gotcha. And Elon's, Elon's uh, downtime. Downtime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we will be back next week. But as always, keep a hold of us on social media. Can nerds at Twitter. Uh, know nothing nerds at Facebook or Facebook.com forward slash Know Nothing Nerds. I got it right that there time. There it is. Uh, know nothing nerds at gmail.com and then always always subscribe comment and share this episode to your friends and families and even your enemies Ooh, yeah we'll take the enemies we'll as take well. the enemies and lovers of fish and lovers of fish can't forget them so with that till the oscars next time that's our oscar episode goodbye goodbye <laughs>